Welcome to Tammy for a Change. This is episode number two with Laura Bermudo. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So happy to have you here on this, our second episode of Tammy for a Change. Well, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. It's so exciting. Um, I would like to start by you just telling me a little bit about who you are and what you do for the listener's sake. Wow, where to begin? Who I am and what I do? That's a pretty loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, my full-time gig, I am a a strategic consultant for organizations in white and blue collar industries, um, really helping them strategize around solutions for the human capital side of their business. Um, And I do this through my role with the QTI group in Madison, uh, who I've been with for five years this fall. Okay. Um, Outside of that, um, that really pays the bills at this point, I have a lot of passion and um, love around your topic, kindness, and just trying to impact the world through speaking and different inspirational channels that I can put out there, uh, specifically focused on self-love for the most part, um, but just overall trying to help everybody have a, a more compassionate and fulfilled life. That's amazing. And I know, do you do that through Perfectly Imperfect? Is that That is the brand that I have out there that I started this last year is uh, Perfectly Imperfect. Um, Really have that as my website and um, Facebook page and Instagram channels, um, typically tied with my name under Laura Bermudo. So if you search either, um, you should be able to come up with me. Okay, that's great. Um, And tell me a little bit about you said you do speaking engagements and things like that. What what all do you do? How do you do that? And where do you do that? Where can Yeah, you so absolutely. Most recently, I was honored uh, to have my first Dream Bank talk. Um, for those of you not familiar, Dream Bank is an amazing um, extension of American Family Insurance. They 100% pay for the facility. It's a absolutely gorgeous and inspiring location in downtown Madison, Wisconsin. And it's a space that is really um, designed to support and inspire people uh, around their dreams and just following their passions and helping them achieve greatness. And so they offer different series of speakers, whether that's for business, personal growth, um, the part that the program that I spoke in is called Dream Big. And I just spoke there a couple months ago, and I'm going to be speaking again in February. And then uh, recently, I also had the honor and privilege of speaking at Gilda's Club in Madison, Um, did a little lunch and learn chat there. Um, And Gilda's Club is awesome. If you haven't heard of it, it really focuses around supporting individuals, family and loved ones that are battling cancer. Um, So like I said, that was insanely humbling and just probably no offense to any other chat, but um, that's by far probably the one that touched my heart the deepest, just to be able to, to be in the room with those people and be able to share um, my wisdom and walk away actually feeling so inspired by all of them. That is amazing. So <laughs> one of my first questions is how do you lift others? And it sounds like you are basically building an entire second job around lifting others. 
Yeah, right now it's part time, but I'm definitely trying to grow that and, and add more out there um, through any way that I can, you know, through that daily living, through um, social media channels, through speaking engagements. Um, there's just a lot of ways to be able to do it and not really have it feel like work, which is what makes it feel so great. That's awesome. Can you tell me how you lift yourself? Um, by lifting others. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing how mm. that works? Um, yeah. It's so funny. I just today posted that on the Uplift Universe website. Um, you rise by lifting others. 100%. My husband always says um, giving is a, a very selfish act because we always get more than we give. And I love him for reminding me of that constantly. Um and then one of my other best friends always tells me, I talk about what I suck at because she's also a speaker. And <laughs> I said, you know, I think that's just such an amazing motto. And it's so true. Like, let's be authentic. We talk about these things because they're, they're things that are really important to us and that we want to help other people know about. But we also need daily reminders of because let's be real. Life can be tough and there's so much negativity um, just surrounding us in daily life that um, if we don't stay focused on helping others and reminding others so that we can remind ourselves in the process, man, the the future looks bleak. So um, we got to add light and shine where we can. I love that. Add light and shine where you can. You know, I've talked to you before about this and I'm glad you brought that up because there is so much negativity in the world today and we can't focus on that and we can't spend our, our precious energy on those negative things. We have to, we have to focus it on the positive things and put more of that in the world. We, you and I have talked about how it is all the negative boxes have been checked. We don't need to check those anymore. <laughs> we need to no. start checking off some positive ones. You got to balance out that scoreboard. Yes, exactly. And I'm hoping that this and your talks will, will do more of that and and just continue to grow and have others doing the same thing. Yeah, let for me, sure. Let me ask you this. I think that a lot of, you know, they say comparison is a thief of joy. And I would just like to ask you, how do you keep yourself from comparing yourself to others? What are some of the strategies that you use? So I read once that people always say this phrase of the attitude of gratitude and how that's, it's really not an attitude. It's a way of life. Um, And it's, it's just, it's what you do. It's who you are. And so really that is how I continue to, to stay away from that um, gremlin of comparison. I'm a huge Brene Brown and she talks about fan and she talks about the gremlins in our heads, right? Comparison is one of those. Yeah, one of my absolute favorites. Um, And she talks about the gremlins and things of that nature. And so to me, all those gremlins have a name. And one of them is for sure comparison. And so when you drown out that voice with gratitude for what you do have to be thankful for, um, it really helps you keep perspective and not have comparison take that joy from you. Because there's always someone who could be thinner so-called prettier, more successful, a a better this, a better that, you know, honestly, there's always going to be someone that you could compare yourself to and feel like you're not enough around. And 
that's just ridiculous. We have to start loving and embracing ourselves as we are today. It doesn't mean you have to be satisfied with where you're at and just give up on being better or doing better. It just means that love yourself along the journey and quit comparing yourself in stage two of your journey to someone who's at stage 500 of their journey. And we forget that, that we aren't all at the same place. And so, um, you know, I'm super blessed to also have just such an amazing tribe around me who I think, um, you know, we remind each other and keep each other lifted up because when you surround yourself with positivity and thoughts of a fulfilled life, it just naturally fits. Um, but that takes effort and that takes work to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people, the right energy, the right mindset so that we can help each other not lose sight of how amazing one another are. That that's beautiful. And I just want to back up and re hit on a couple things you said, being grateful. If we are grateful, you can't be grateful and angry or grateful and sad or grateful and, um, all, all of the various things that we do to ourselves, those gremlins that you spoke of, have no room in gratitude. So that's just a huge thing, and I'm so glad you brought it up. The other thing that I wanted to go back and just hit on a little bit, you said it doesn't mean you stop getting better or growing. Just because you're stopping from comparing Great. yourself to others doesn't mean that you have to stop growing or getting better. You still want to grow and get better every day. And I think it's so important that you brought that up. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think it's something that every single human being struggles with. You know, do you just accept life the way it is? Or do you continue to strive for what you really want out of life? And where do you find the balance between those two and love yourself along the way? It's a huge question mark for a lot of people. You know, and I struggled with it for a very long time, even myself, you know, I, like I said, I talk about things I suck at. Um, body image, I've always struggled with my weight ever since I was a little kid. It's always, it was always a very big challenge for me to love myself um, wherever I ended up being, whether that was at my heaviest weight or if that's when I was in a really good place with taking care of me and trying to stay strong and healthy and focus on being strong and healthy versus skinny or meeting someone else's standards um, for what that was supposed to look like. So, you know, I'm going to continuously strive to be the healthiest, best version of me possible, but that doesn't happen overnight and I don't get successful overnight. It, it means being happy with each and every day that I have the tiniest of wins or maybe the days I had to give myself some grace because my day didn't play out as I had intended and maybe I had to skip something that I had planned for myself for that day, but then I have to get back on that the next day. So, you know, I just think it looks different for everyone. And that's the one message that I hope everyone continues to understand is that no two journeys look alike. And so to compare yourself to others is wasted energy because you're never going to look like them. You're never going to be them. We, we we're not designed to be like anyone else, but ourselves. Exactly. So let me ask you this, what switch flipped for you inside you, Laura, that made you go, wait, you know, wait, I need to love myself just as I am. And I need to focus these energies, not on comparing myself to others or, or feeling less. I need to focus it on loving myself and 
and, and just accepting who I am and how I am and just being the best version of myself I can be. Well, I think I don't, there was a switch for sure that really propelled me into doing more around this about a year ago. Um, but all my life, I've, I've really tried to be that person for those people around me. And I've tried to stay focused on myself as a part of that as well. But it's been it's been a challenge. And I would say I've gotten the flip that switched about a year ago really was not changing who I am or how I think, um, but more so changing the focus, right? So um, every day is a pie of time and you only have so much time within that day and how we're going to spend it and use it up depends on what we've decided. And so about a year ago, I was talking with a really great friend of mine and just, you know, I gotta, I'm so busy. I'm pouring myself into everyone else's cup and my cup was really running low. And she asked me this question, what do you do to find joy? Like, what are you doing for yourself? And, you know, I had to really stop and think about it. I was having a really hard time answering it. And it just sparked a really great dialogue around like, well, what would make you happy? What would give you joy and not take away from who you are today? And that really is where like the perfectly imperfect um, brand was born and the inspiration to start putting extra emphasis on myself. I got myself a personal coach, uh, personal slash professional coach, helping me really just stay focused on me, chatting in with her once a week. And really continuing to have a plan that's designed around me building a better life that can support me continuing to love and fulfill the lives of those around me. I retained a personal trainer to work out with once a week, really got um, in June on a new healthier life kick as far as my approach to to eating and diet, um, lifestyle, I would say, versus diet. Um, just really how to start taking better care of me so that I have more to give to others. Because I do thrive in that giving space, but you can't give if you're not taking care of yourself. So that was my switch about a year ago, and it's just affected pretty much every facet of my life since then. That is awesome. That's beautiful. And I, because I know you, I'm just going to tell the listeners a little bit about our background. We met. Yeah. Let me think. Oh, my goodness, Laura. How many years ago did we meet? Help me. Um, (laughs) Probably at least 10. Yeah, I would say 10 years ago, probably. And we uh, we were both at different jobs, but we met through our work. And it's kind of a funny story, which is also kind of a neat story. The day that Mm -hmm. Laura and I met was the day we became friends. We were instant friends. Hundred uh, percent. Pardon me. A hundred percent. Yes, we we met, and within I would say one hour of meeting Laura, I had given her a nickname, Chickapee, and it just came to me. It was like we had known each other our whole life, and <laughs> we have truly been friends every ever since that moment. So it's a very unique situation and we've stayed in contact. We live hours away from each other. We've changed jobs. Our lives have taken on different focuses and different everything. (laughs) And yet we can 
consistently stay friends and stay in contact. And I just think that that's awesome because you mentioned earlier that it's important to surround yourself with good people and to surround yourself with positive energy. And I just want to say that, Laura, you have been positive energy in my world. And I know lots of other people who feel the same way. So I just want to acknowledge you for that and give the listeners a little bit of background. Yeah, it's pretty special bond. It's it is. It was amazing the day that we met. It's been a huge blessing in my life as well. And I think the inspiration and, and light goes both ways in this relationship. And I cherish that immensely. Absolutely. Laura, tell us about your last random act of kindness. Wow, which one? Um, well, probably... Let me stop you right there. I was like, there's so many, I'm trying to figure out which one to tell you about. Let me stop you right there. I just want to stop for a moment and acknowledge the fact that you just said, which one? There's so many to choose from. I love that. I don't know. I just love giving and doing. So um, yesterday, my... um, one of my sisters came and she had her Christmas party uh, last night. So we are keeping my niece and nephew who we love and adore so much. (laughs) Um, They're sleeping in the other room. They're camping um, air quotes um, in our living room. I'm hiding out in the office trying to be quiet, Um, (laughs) but they came over and and my sister was kind of having a little bit of a day and um, trying to really lift her spirit so she could go to the night having fun and feeling good. And I had just um, gotten this super cute, um, like Christmas sweatshirt in the mail. And she was talking about she had gone shopping and the stuff she bought when she got it home, she didn't feel good in and the sizing was all wrong. And um, so I'm like, oh, you got to check out this sweatshirt. She put it on and her eyes lit up she Aww. felt so good in it and it was so soft and so snugly and I'm like it's yours I'll order myself another one um and she's like seriously um and she just loved it she's like this thing feels amazing I feel good in it and you could just her whole body posture changed and it just made me so happy um and then yesterday afternoon my other sister met me in Madison and with her littles and we were going shoe shopping for my niece she's in a wedding um, on new year's to get her some beautiful shoes to go with her flower girl dress and um, my other sister and her daughter um, my niece lily were with and she had picked out some cute snow boots for her in the clearance section um and at DSW, our favorite place to live. And we're in the checkout (laughs) line. And I was just like, here, give me Lily's boots. And um, she's like, you don't have to do that. I'm like, I know I don't have to, I want to. Um, So Lily got some new boots that she was dancing around in and just loving. Um, So, I mean, it's just so much fun. And it's just, it doesn't have to be big things like that. I I do want to tell people like, it's not about spending money. Like those just happen to be the two most recent things. But I also feel like another thing I did yesterday was the guy in the Starbucks window, like just calling him by name and saying thank you and taking time to smile at him and acknowledge him and his body language and face changed. Um, It doesn't have to cost money. You can have and do random acts of kindness for zero investment other than your energy and time. So um, I don't want to put the focus on things. That's beautiful. Yes. 
let me ask you this. What was the last random act of kindness you did for yourself? Um, yesterday I was in Madison because I had a pamper me appointment that I needed to be to. So that was probably, yeah, for me. Um, I, you know, for myself, I just have to find things like it's okay to go through Starbucks and get that latte. You nice. know, don't feel bad um, about that. Just if that's what's going to make your heart happy at that moment, buy the coffee, buy the shoes, <laughs> whatever you need. It's okay. And I think a lot of people struggle with that, men and women alike. Like, well, I have to justify why I'm doing something for myself. No, you don't. <laughs> you are the one that works day in and day out for that paycheck. You are the one that gives, gives, gives. It's okay to do something for yourself once in a while. Um, so some, some days I'm probably too good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may have swung the other direction. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh <laughs> Let me ask you, um, what do you think the world needs more of? We've talked about it a little bit, but yeah. what is what speaks personally to Laura's heart? I mean, when you when you boil it down to the simplest of terms, it's kindness. It really is. Um, because you can capture so much in that word, whether it's self-love, being more kind to yourself, being kind to others, being thoughtful I mean people matter um and there's just such impact through people and through human nature and if you boil it down to the simplest it's kindness and love you know compassion um acceptance understanding respect there's just a multitude of words that I could put out there and wrap them all up into Uh, kindness yeah because I mean really it is right like when you're respectful, you're being kind. When you're being thoughtful, you're being kind. When you're being accepting, that's being kind. Like, there's just so much. Um, stop, stop judging each other. Stop judging ourselves. Let's just be kinder and nicer each and every day, every chance you can. Decide to be kind. Absolutely. How, how do you think that we can help others? We talk all the time about just be yourself and just love yourself. And, and I look at maybe younger people or teenagers, people that haven't had quite the years of experiences we've had. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. how would you talk to them about not comparing themselves? And, you know, we tell them, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. But we never really tell them how. Do you have any words of wisdom that you'd like to share with maybe somebody who is saying, yeah, everybody's always telling me to be myself, but how do I do that? Or how do you stop comparing yourself to others? Or how do I just, you know, how do I find who I am? You know, I think that's a great question. And I think there's a lot of ways. I think if I could go back and tell my 20-year-old self, 18-year-old self, 12-year-old self, all those ages where I I really struggled with a lot of different things. Um, I think I would tell them, you know, take time to just stop and think about where, what are your happiest moments? Where are you the most fulfilled? Where, where do you find the most joy? And figure out how to build more of that into your life. 
You know, is that being in a quiet place by yourself, listening to music or drawing, or is that surrounding yourself with friends or family? Um, You know, what really makes your heart skip a beat? Because you just get so excited to do it because you just find such peace and joy in it. Try to find more of that. If you can find someone in your life that you can talk to that maybe is a bit older, um, you know, I think back having some, my aunts and different people in my life, but even if it's somebody outside your family circle, um, if there's a mentorship program or different groups that you can get into to talk to other people, I think that's super helpful. Um, some of the things that I do for myself now at, you know, 40 plus, um, <laughs> I try to take quiet time, um, every morning, um, doing, basic meditation, there's apps, breathe, calm, you name it. I don't get into like a Zen yoga pose or any of that stuff. It's just (laughs) sitting in a comfy chair, putting on that app, listening to it for whatever time I have that morning. Um, Doing a quick journal so you can get those thoughts out of your head and reframe your mind around what you are grateful for and what you're looking forward to for the day. Um, Amazon has a five minute gratitude, like a five minute journal. It's so simple. It doesn't, again, these things don't have to be this big grand thing. Um, if you love writing, fantastic, get a just blank journal and start writing. Um, you know, I'm a person of faith. And so part of my morning ritual is prayer and a short devotional, um, and then stretching or exercise, whatever I have. Um, I really try to set aside some time every morning, um, to make sure that my mind is focused in on the positive. And that's what I would, whether you need tell people the most, it's, I use this analogy when you're going to go buy a car, right? You're looking at all these cars and then you find this one you love and you're like, man, I never see these around. This is so awesome. I'm in love with it. And then you buy the car and all of a sudden you see them everywhere. <laughs> Everybody has the same car. Everybody has the same car, the same color, the same model, the same everything. And you're like, what? Um, that is life. That is life. What you have, what you put into your life, you will see and find more of. Absolutely. Okay. So hey, hang if on you one want second, more, Laura, that's I it. I just want that yeah. bears repeating. What you seek and find and focus on in your life you will find more of 100%. If you focus on the negative, you focus on what's going wrong. You'll continue to find things that are wrong. You will continue to be miserable. Please don't stay focused in that, that narrow path, like refocus life. When you boil it down besides kindness, my biggest thing I tell the people is life is about perspective. What will your perspective be on this day? Is it going to be a great day or am I already pissed off because I woke up? I feel like I didn't get enough sleep. I didn't sleep well. I know I've got a busy day ahead of me. Are you going to focus on what's working against you for the day already? Are you going to focus on, I did wake up today. I have another day to go to work. I get to do this. I get to do that. And sometimes it's just a matter of little words. You know, instead of I have to go to work, I get to go to work today. You know what? I am able-bodied. I'm alive. I'm above ground. And I've got a job. I've got a vehicle to get there. I've got warm water and clothes. Warm water to take a shower with. I've got clothes to put on. I've got food to put in my stomach. I've got my cup of coffee. Amen. I'm going <laughs> to crush this day. Or you can come at it from a negative perspective. So where you put your focus and where you, how you bring the perspective to that 
you will 100% find more of. So it's your choice. Is it going to be good or is it going to be bad? I love that. I absolutely love that. You know, I speak sometimes myself and I, and I tell people, hold up your hand and put your thumb up and tell me what you see. And they start talking about their thumbnail and their, the, you know, knuckle or whatever. And I'm like, I never told you to focus on your thumb. Look at what's beyond that. Look behind that. What are you focusing on? Mm -hmm. Look at this big, beautiful world beyond that. And, and what do you see? And, and exactly, exactly what you said, what you focus on, you're going to find more of. So that, that's so great that you brought that up. How do, how do we um, make more kindness in the world happen? You said the world needs more kindness. How can we make that happen? You and I, all the listeners, how do we put more kindness into the world? One pebble, one ripple at a time. Great. It's, it, there's no magic formula. It's opening a door for someone. It's letting someone in front of you in traffic. It is smiling body language. Seriously, people, don't underestimate the power of a smile or just a kind touch on someone's shoulder. Uh, hey, how are you doing when you can see someone is clearly distressed? I mean, there's just the the ways to add kindness to this world are innumerable. There is no, there's no way to count them all. And like I said before, it doesn't have to cost a red cent. It doesn't have to cost anything. Like just keep doing things for others and being kind and being thoughtful. And it will make such an impact. I think one of the things that is so important for people to think about is that that kindness is not something you have to tell someone to pay forward. It automatically Mm -hmm. happens. I I truly believe that. I believe that if you go out and you're kind to someone, that person then thinks about, well, that person opened the door for me. So maybe I'll open the door for this person. That person didn't cut me off in traffic. So maybe I'll let this person in. All of those things you said, I believe that they are reciprocal by nature. Absolutely. You are spot on. And people don't even realize they're doing it, right? Because your subconscious yearns for that kindness. We all want people to be nice to us, don't we? I mean, I don't know a single person who says, oh, I wish more people would be mean to me today. (laughs) Like, really? Has that come out of anyone's mouth ever? I'm pretty sure it hasn't. I can't say never, but, um, you know, everybody is just yearning inside for people to be kind and accepting of them. So when they feel that and see that, of course, you're going to change their whole perspective. And you're going to make them be kinder to others, whether they even realize they're doing it or not. Right. Um, and the more they experience that, the more they're going to do that. And it, that's why I call it that ripple effect, right? Because once you've thrown that pebble into the pond, you're, it's not in your control anymore about how far out those ripples will go. And, here, you, can't, and you can't stop them. They're just going to happen. We are so much alike. I talk about the ripple effect all the time. And I talk mm-hmm. about in leadership workshops and et cetera. And the thing is, everyone needs to understand and remember and believe is you are always making a ripple. 
the uh-huh, thing is, absolutely. you choose what kind you make every day and every moment of the day. You are choosing what kind of ripple you're leaving behind you when you drop that pebble. So is it a kindness? Do you walk into work and say good morning to everyone? Or do you walk in and look like you didn't want to get out of bed that morning and you just want to head to your desk or your whatever? Do you do you look at life as I'm going to make a positive ripple every day because you can. It's a choice. You are so spot on. It's, it really is. It's, it's a choice. And that goes back to that perspective and what you're going to look for and what you're going to add to your life. It's the same way with those ripples. It really does. And I know some people are like, Oh, you know, the ripple effect. It's so cliche. It's not, it's real. It really is. And the other thing I think that it's important to say is you're not just the pebble. You're the shore. When you drop it in, you don't know how far it reaches, but you know what? It's always coming back to, it's always coming back to bump into you as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Like we said earlier, you, you get so much when you give those random acts of kindness and you put that energy out there. It, it really does. That's a great point. I just put today on, on the Uplift Universe website, I said, do you need a pick-me-up? Lift someone else up. Guarantee it's going to lift your spirits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you don't know your love language, check it out. Because that's a great way to figure out how you might be able to add more joy into your life and the life of others. You know, my husband's a his love language is service 110%. Um, and words, he makes my coffee and puts it in my car in the morning. Oh, like, who does that? That's like, so sweet. But he does that because that makes him feel good about doing something kind for me. And it makes me already in a great mood because A, I've got my coffee and B, <laughs> my husband's so thoughtful. Um, and so then I'm telling him thank you and how much I love him. And just right there, that tiny little series of events has already started a day off with gratitude and appreciation for one another and like love and an upbeat That's moment. Even and you if, can do that for anyone. If, you know, you right. can do that for anyone. Bring somebody some coffee from for at work or whatever. Go get them, go fill their cup up when you do yours at work at the coffee station there. You don't even, you know, yes, I work. Okay. I'm I'm going to grab coffee. Can I get you a cup? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to go back Laura to one thing that you said earlier was that you've been in some dark places before. And the reason I want to touch on that is because I want to know what you, what did you do who did you talk to? What would you say to someone who's in a dark place that maybe doesn't know how to pull themselves out of there or doesn't know who to talk to to pull themselves out of there? Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah. So I think, you know, over the years, there's been different things at different times. And um, I would say since meeting my husband, seen 16 years ago now wow time flies um (laughs) I've during the last 16 years I would say faith has been my number one um that I look to for strength and direction um 
I went through a period before that where I had gotten a little lost from my faith. And that was a definitely dif- more difficult time where then I needed to look to those around me, um, my mom, my friends, um, you know, people who could remind me that there's, there's more to just keep focusing on what I need to do to get to where I need to be. Um, but really my faith is number one. Um, if you've got a spouse, a partner, someone that's super close to you in life, um, whatever title you want to give them, um, don't ever think that they don't want to hear about what you're going through or what you need. They want to help you just as much as you want them to help you, but not everybody's good at picking up on those cues or understanding what you need without actually hearing it said. Um, so my partner, my husband is my rock number two, um, next to God and then my family and then my friends and together that is my, what I call warrior tribe. Um, because with that tribe, like seriously, there's nothing I can't overcome. And they're my inspiration to push on, do better, keep striving, um, for what I want to achieve in life so that I can do more, be better and give more to them. Um, they're my why. And you just need to figure out what your why is and then figure out how to build that tribe or whatever it is that you need or whatever you want to feed off of that makes you feel like you can conquer the world. Great. That is great. What is the biggest change that you personally, Laura, want to see in the world? Ooh. That's a really loaded question. <laughs> I know you could go a lot of different ways with that one. You know, I don't, I just want to see more people at peace and having f- fulfilled lives. Um, and I don't know how we will all accomplish that in such a straight and narrow path. I think it's going to be all over the place. I just think, um, if we could get people being more content with what we have and taking care of what we have and being more grateful for what we have, um, what and who all aspects of our lives, I think it would shift a lot of the dynamic in the world today. Cause I think a lot of the things from war, um, you know, different things happening in politics and in, um, you know, just in the news every day, if you think about what's happening out there, if we want to make all of that better, I think so much of it would be affected if everybody that's involved in that could just be happy and content. That's um, yeah, that's a great word, content. You, it's it has to be a perfect balance, I believe, of like you said, striving to be better, wanting to be fulfill the fulfillment, you have to want to reach your full potential, but yet be content with what you have. It's not who you are, but what you have that you need to be content with. In both, honestly, like you, you can be content with who you are today. Right. But while you're striving to be who you want to be tomorrow, Yes. So absolutely. I do think it's what and who. Um, I just think that that will bring you such peace and then you're not going to maybe do some of the mean things or selfish things that some people do that cause 
so many of these issues that we see um, in the day-to-day in the world. Yes, yes, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Who were some of the people that lifted you up and helped you through this? You don't have to give me names, but just were there family or friends or who were the ones that helped you to find peace and fulfillment and your why? Man, both, all the above. Um, I have such an amazing group of friends in my life mentors that are unofficial mentors they just inspire me I mean I have friends that are half my age and I have friends that are twice my age um, and everything in between and I think having a really wide diverse group of people in my life is what keeps me finding perspective and keep keeps me motivated to do better to help others more uh, because I see those different perspectives that they bring um, into my life. And I mean, my mom has been a massive inspiration to me my entire life. Um, growing up in a tumultuous environment um, until and, and seeing the strength that she persevered with was just left me in awe of her all my life. I know in my late teen years, she would disagree that I was in awe of her. <laughs> um <laughs> Sorry, mom. I know I was not very kind in my late teens. Um, but outside that window, um, she always had been and she always will forever be one of my greatest heroes. Um, just because I know what she overcame, what she endured. And the fact that she never stopped having a heart of gold and never stopped taking care of others. Um, she has probably been the most influential human being in my life, um, God's first, but on earth, um, my mom and my husband by far inspire me each and every day. Um, and then I am blessed beyond words to have such a massive tribe outside of that, um, that are like you, you know, (laughs) and my other Tammy's and my Kimberly's and my, I mean, I, the list could go on and I'll leave someone out. So I'm not even going to go there, but, um, it's, it's, I'm honestly so humbled when I stop and pause to think about all of the amazing, amazing people in my life. Um, And I know that not everyone is fortunate enough to have that large tribe around them. And I'm telling you, it doesn't have to be huge. Again, it's not about quantity of things, of people, of whatever. It's about quality. It really is. So start finding one relationship, one person. like I said, it was my mom that kept me going as a kid in the darker days. Um, as a child growing up in that environment, um, she was my shining light, her and my grandmother, her mom. Um, those were the two people that kept me pushing forward. Um, and your siblings or whatever you have, whoever you have in your life, just focus on on what they bring to you and what kind of energy they support you with. And it's okay if they're family. If they're not healthy for you, I would, on the flip side of your question, encourage people like do take an inventory doesn't mean that you have to cut them off as family it just means you might not have to spend as much time with them as you think you do or give them as much energy as you have been Um, just really focus on that that's huge I I hope if there's any one listening that is in a dark place or 
knows someone in a dark place that they help lift them up, pull them up and, and let them know it's okay to talk about it or it's okay to, to eliminate some of the people or just reduce the time spent with some of the people that aren't lifting them up and helping them to be happier, more joyful, good people. I think everybody needs to hear that we, every day, we make choices on what we do, who we spend our time with. And like you said, if, if those people are dragging you down or making you feel bad, it's okay to not be around them or spend the time with them or the energy on them. It's okay to do that. It is. And um, I know some people, it's tough. There's some people you have to be around all the time, right? Like your work. Yes. To frame that up too, because I want to try to help reduce as many hurdles as possible. If there are people in your life that you do have to be around really consistently, start shifting your perspective on them. Why are they so miserable? Why are they trying to make your life so miserable? I have found it very therapeutic to start looking at it like, man, I feel really sorry for you that you are that angry, that you are that bitter, that you are feeling so sad and alone that you feel like you need to make my life in that space with you. I don't want to live there with you. So I'm going to just do me. Yeah. Like I've said that at work to people. Like if we're both getting drugged down by another individual, I'd be like, you know what? We're just going to do us. Yes. And do a fist bump and move on and carry on and just really try to interact with those people when you absolutely have to. And the rest of the day, do you just be you. And hopefully they'll catch on at some point. My mom, you touched on your mom giving you great advice and being your rock. And my mom used to tell me, just kill them with kindness. And Mm -hmm. that sounds a little negative, but what she really meant was just keep being kind, just keep being you and just keep doing what you do. Don't just ignore the fact that they're being the bitter person or the angry person or the person who wants to drag you down and just just kill them with kindness. Kill their, not them, not kill them, but no, <laughs> but kill their attitude. If you keep being kind, eventually it's going to break through, or you're just going to keep being kind. Either way, it's okay and it's awesome. I hundred percent. I use that phrase all the time. Kill them with kindness. Yeah, kill them with kindness. And you know, I think I, that's an I old phrase. With a woman one time, and she could be really. I think I've told you this story, Laura, but for the listeners, she could be really rude and. We would be, they would be talking, we're in an office, six women, (laughs) and we would, they would be talking and I would interject something and she'd say, we weren't talking to you. (laughs) Little things like that. You know, what I ended up doing is I gave her, she had, she was a mom, I was a mom. Uh, She, there were, I found all the similarities I could think of between the two of us. And I gave her a card that just said, something about, I wish we could get off on a restart. I wish we could restart Mm -hmm. our relationship because I think we have so many things in common. And I just laid it on her desk. She never acknowledged the card ever in the time that I worked with her. But after that day, she was always kind to me. (laughs) Right. And sometimes people just don't have the capacity to articulate what they need. Right. Or what's what's wrong and so that I I remember that and I love that I love that so much um, because 
everybody communicates differently. Everybody has a different reason and you may not know it, but there, there may be feeling insecure around you and dealing with their gremlins. Yes. And that may be causing some of that um, to surface through behaviors and words, um, actions that really feel hurtful to you. But honestly, it's because they're hurting inside and they're just yearning um, for that sense of belonging. They're yearning to feel like they're enough. Um, there's a there's so many reasons, right? Um, Absolutely. There's a term called common humanity. And I love this term because it, it basically is stating that there is not a single person on this planet that isn't broken or hurting or have hurt. Um, we all are imperfect. We will not reach perfection in any stage of our life. And that is something that is a common thread that every last one of us has, you know? So if nothing else, know that we're all in this together. And if you can do one little thing to help them or to break, break down the wall or build a bridge, it, it can go such a long ways. It's such a beautiful story. I, I love that one. That's, that's beautiful, Laura. Thank you. I think too, it's important to say, that there will be times that you meet people in your world, especially at work, that would like to hold you down, hold you back. Laura and I have both run into these individuals before in our work lives. And there's a quote that came from Oprah, and I heard it. Long, I know what long you're going to say. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> and it's, don't shrink so that others do not feel small around you Mm -hmm. or don't shrink for those who refuse to grow just yeah and i've heard it don't shrink so that other people can fit more comfortably yes exactly so if you feel like doing more and being more and and your vision for yourself is larger keep going don't stop you're, you're not here to let them fit in your shoes. I don't think I would have had a smidgen of the success I've had in my work life, in my personal life, in my, my growth, in, in anything, in my relationships, in anything, if I wouldn't have heard that quote on the exact right day at the exact right moment so that all the stars aligned and it was a lightning bolt to my brain that said, yeah, I don't have to shrink. So they don't feel smaller. I just need to keep being myself. And if I'm striving to do more or be more, that's what I need to do. They need to do what they need to do. I need to do what I need to do. I, and I can try to help them up. Yeah. Just do you just do you. That's awesome. Laura, do you have any questions for me? I have been doing all the questioning and I would like to know if you have any questions for me. Wow. Yeah. Well, I could just talk to you for hours, not just an hour. Um, (laughs) Yes. So we were talking about how we both have such a passion and love for Brene Brown. For those of you that don't know her, please check her out. You're talking about what is something that a younger person or other people going through places can do for themselves. Read Brene Brown books. I mean, seriously, they're on Audible. You can get them in a hard copy on Amazon. There's no reason not to own a Brene Brown book. Listen to her um, podcast if you're not a listen reader. Listen to them. 
Mm-hmm. There's they're they're the world. A, they really help shift that perspective. She's a powerhouse. Yeah, she is a fear and shame researcher. For those of you that don't know. Um, and I know that sounds not uplifting, but trust me, it, everything about it is uplifting because when you're talking about how to help yourselves through these times and these different things, um, at the, at the core of it, we all have fear and shame. Those gremlins we talked about, um, she is a wealth of knowledge and, and insight into this and can't re- recommend her enough. Uh, Rachel Hollis, another amazing author, um, girl, stop apologizing, girl, wash your face. Um, so my question for you, where I'm going with this is. Um, is there any other people or authors, speakers, different things in your life that have really been helping push you and have been filling your cup up lately that perhaps um, myself and those listening could check out or, or learn from as well? Oh, wow. You caught me off guard. I, I, ha- I love to, I'm a podcast junkie at the moment. I drive around a lot in my vehicle because of the job that I do. I work for a construction company and I go around and visit the work sites. So I have time in between work sites to listen to podcasts and books. So I have a lot of them. I'm probably going to leave, not be able to think of them on the spot. <laughs> but no, that's okay. But I Sorry. Do, I love, no, no, no. I love Lewis Howe's um, School of Greatness podcast. He's very uplifting and he focuses on just being the best version of yourself. Uh, I think he's awesome. I, I, I have to say, it's important for me to say that I actually listened to a podcast that was an interview between, uh, well, it was, they were interviewing Lady Gaga. And I don't know if everyone remembers, but Lady Gaga was kind of, she kind of built her, her empire by shocking the world. One of her most memorable was when she showed up, I believe at the, I want to see Emmys in a meat dress. I could be wrong about that, but it was a meat mm-hmm. dress. I know that. And I was listening to her podcast and she was saying that she had an epiphany. And that was when she, when she did the meat dress and it shocked the world, her initial first thought was to, what, what's the next thing I can do to shock the world? And immediately something hit her and the, she had this epiphany that it was, wait, I am not put on this planet to shock the world. I'm put on this planet to give love and kindness. And she's a kindness advocate. And she wanted to do more to put good things in the world. And I thought, gosh, you know, I've always felt that that was my calling as well as to put good into the world so that was one of the reasons I guess I had an epiphany based on her epiphany that I could do more and be more for spreading positivity and kindness and optimism and gratitude and love into the world so that's one of my latest ones I listen to Oprah um, Super Soul Sundays I think that for guys especially everybody can can benefit from it but tony robbins does a great job he's Mm -hmm. more in your face and that might appeal to some of the men more than than anything but that's a great one 
I know I love in your face stuff. I I love not having to think about where people stand. So yeah, bring it on. I agree <laughs> with that so much. I I guess I could go on and on. I have there's a lot of books I've read. I I like John Maxwell. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. He he is an awesome author, and he does a lot for leadership. Uh, <laughs> I guess I could go on and on, but I'll stop right there because I'm sure, like yeah. I said earlier, I'll probably leave some out myself. But yeah, check out some of those. There's a ton. There really is. There, it's all around you. And um, is there any other little tips that you have for all of us, things that you do or would recommend people do or check out? You know, I just want to go back and touch on some of the, the highlights of our talk right now I want to touch on things that you said like dream big one of the things you said was you're you're part of a dream big um what is it a talk the dream big is it um dream big is a series of one of the programs that the dream bank okay offers um so it's an evening series and it's really focused on speaking events that you can check out for free in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, And you can check out their website and follow their different events. They are, they're awesome. And it's, it's all because of American family insurance that this is possible. And uh, yeah, definitely. And then I want some of the things that came up in our talk that I just want to hit on again is what will your perspective be? What brings you joy how can you, giving is a selfish act. I love that. Be selfish if it's about giving. Well, mm-hmm. don't be selfish about giving because it is a great feeling. Um, don't stop getting better and growing. Be grateful. I, let's, I, I would really like everybody to just listen to this so, so hard. <laughs> you can't be grateful and be anything else. So just at the end of the day, be grateful. You can't be grateful and angry. You can't be grateful and insecure. You can't be grateful and scared. You can't be grateful and angry. So just be grateful. Amen. So I thank you so much, Laura, you guys all check out perfectly imperfect website, Facebook page on Instagram. It's Laura Bermudo. And she is perfectly imperfect. And Laura, thank you so, so much. You are just a blessing to me and to everyone who knows you. Well, thank you so much. It's seriously my honor. And I just am super grateful to be here today and can't wait to revisit uh, with you soon. And hope everybody has an absolutely fantastic day, week, holiday season, 2020, everything to come. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Laura. Have a terrific day. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye.